Smoking Burnout Smoke Shop. Your friendly neighborhood smoking burnouts are here to provide the best vape or smoke experience at the best price. Smoking Burnout supports local glassmakers and offers all the Deltas, Kratom, and so much more. Check them out at smokingburnouts.com. Sign up for their email list and save 20% every month. Visit online now to save 20% in-store at their five locations, including the newest spot at North 183 by the Dollhouse. Good morning, boys and girls out there in one Radio Radioland. How are you doing this Tuesday morning? Excellent. Excellent. Emily, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah, know? me too. Me too. You know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, too, it's too early to feel happy right now. <laughs> Give us a bit. 101X Headlines. Millions, again, are under a smoke advisory due to Canada wildfires. The alerts in the U.S. will stretch from Montana in the west to New York all the way in the east and as far south as Alabama. And speaking of Earth things, uh, Earth experienced its hottest week and day recorded at the same time last week. And sorry to say that here in Austin, Texas, the heat has no plans of piping down, uh, with temperatures reaching as high as 100 106 degrees this week and that's not feels like that is truly 106 degrees um and finally the golden bachelor has been announced yeah you're, what? Like, you're like what oh yeah uh, the golden bachelor basically uh jerry turner is a 71 year old retired restauranteur um who is now on the bachelor the abc hit show you know i don't like it He's, he's too good looking. Really? Okay, if you're going to get a 70-year-old, I need hair in the ears. I need liver spots all Aww. over a bald head. I need uh, constantly yelling, what? <laughs> what? Well. You were roasted who? I'm very intrigued. Uh, he will try to find love among a group of women, 65 and older, after his high school sweetheart of 43 years died in 2017. Oh, wait. Wrong, wrong button. No, that is, I mean, oh, it's finding love again. That's sweet. Um, the premiere date, it hasn't been announced yet, but I will be watching. This is the most exciting Bachelor yet, in my opinion. <laughs> I feel like this one also is going to have a shelf life on the uh, success of this relationship, but not for the usual reasons no. where they break up. Just, no. you know, they're old and they're going to die. 101X Sports. The annual Texas OU rivalry game is returning to an old nickname this year. With Allstate taking over for AT&T, they will brand it the Red River Rivalry instead of the Red River Showdown that it's been in recent years. Long known as the Red River Shootout, the game was rebranded in 2005 to commemorate the 100th meeting between the programs and to distance itself from a name synonymous with gun violence. Hmm. An SEC media day is going on right now in Nashville. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey on Monday said that there is an urgent need for Congress to enact a national standard for name, image, and likeness. And he was empathetic in his belief that only Congress can adequately resolve these issues. For more on the happenings at SEC Media Days, make sure you tune in to Keeping Score with Chip, Nick, and Noah on 1027 ESPN Radio, weekdays 11 to 1. Our man Chip Brown is reporting live from Nashville, so we'll have all of the going-ons there at that time. And finally, your Texas Rangers took down the American League-leading Tampa Bay Rays 3-2 to after scoring a running run on a wild pitch in the ninth inning. Go Rangers! The Morning X with Nick and Emily, 6 to 10 weekdays. A new survey is asking people whether you consider a single slice of pizza to be more of a snack or a meal. Over 34,000 U.S. adults were uh, surveyed in this. 20% say snack, 46% say meal, and then 31 said both equally. 
which thanks, thanks for thanks for playing, guys. Both equally. Uh, you can go vote at our own informal poll at 101X Morning X up on Twitter right now. And I think this question comes down to, like, my first instinct is, like, who just eats one slice of pizza? Because I'm thinking, like, leftover, you know, Gaddy's, Domino's, that kind of thing. Yeah, but when I think about, like, one slice of pizza and somebody willingly eating one slice of pizza, it's one of those giant ones that you get on the street of New York or something. See, but just, like, like per capita or surface area value, that that's just because, like, if you don't cut an entire pizza, yeah, is that a single slice of pizza? Now we're into a metaphysical debate about what is a slice of pizza because like <laughs> that that one single Brooklyn slice, yeah. the street pizza as I like to call it, that's like three or four slices like you know mathematically, but I, I get what you're saying there. Yeah, like that, that's that's one slice of pizza if it's if it's cut. I don't know. I don't know. When I, I, you go, like I blew your mind with this whole single slice un, uncut pizza. When you go up there, the, their sizing is different so, in, in Brooklyn than it is here. Now, here's my other question is because when I eat street pizza like that, usually I'm either at a mall food court in 1998. Yeah. At, you know, checking out Sabaros. Or I'm downtown or somewhere, you know, on the streets. I'm out drinking. It's yeah. a late night street pizza. And that's definitely a meal. Is it? Because like, does that make that, like, if you go late night Whataburger, is that mm-hmm. a meal? Or is that yeah. just a drunk snack? No, that's definitely a meal. I'm, I'm hungry mm. by that time. Especially if you're cheap like me and you're like, ah, don't eat before you go out. <laughs> I, so I you can get drunker faster. Something <laughs> about, kids. like, after midnight, that's not a meal, okay? I don't know if this is my mm. gremlins rules affecting me, but, like, that's just like, no, no, no. I get no. what like, you're anything, saying. Anything you eat after midnight... Especially when you're drunk. That just doesn't count. Okay? That doesn't count as anything. Interesting. Don't, don't worry about the calories. Don't worry about... Yeah. Yeah, nutritionally... Value. Nutritionally, pizza's not normally just a meal. You should add to it, but uh, that's what's, no fun. What's the old, anything that happens after 2 a.m. is a mistake? Like, yeah, that just is a mistake. <laughs> it's not a meal. It's a mistake. Our long national nightmare is over. We finally know the identity of the Golden Bachelor. Yay! I'm excited. It's Gary. I'm Gary. I'm 71 years young. I'm from Indiana, and I'm going to be the first Golden Bachelor because it's never too late to fall in love again. He sounds like a cartoon character. He's got I'm like Gary. this like Bill Walton old man lisp thing that's kind of making me come around. At first, I was like, this guy's too good looking at 71. Okay, I, yeah. I, I need I need like your your you need your grandpa to be on there. He's like, what? Yeah. Are you a rose to who? No, and that's the thing is uh, when he I, does the testimonial, but he's facing the wrong way because he doesn't know where the camera is. Like that's the oh, old man bachelor that I. That's want. what you want, mm-hmm. yeah. I uh, I I wanted originally. I, I thought that this old man was going to be able to date young girls too. Uh, that oh. sounds weird, but <laughs> more of like I wanted to know if there was going to be a sugar baby situation. I did because they hadn't. When I heard about this yesterday from just I don't know somebody around here in the office, uh-huh. they had no idea what Name the age sources, age range was of uh, who these well, this it, dude was going to date, and now it's announced that it's been sixty five and older, which is probably good. But I'm like, I don't you know, know they're going to come in halfway through and be like, here's just some young yeah. twenty year olds. Let's go get go get Gary. <laughs> uh, I also think it's weird uh, the fact that he his wife is dead. Is that is, is that, that weird? Weird that you you know. The, the idea that just the bachelor has you have to because it's always you always go you always go back and meet the family at the end of the episodes right when you get like your final yeah, three you go yeah, back to yeah. your hometown I mean he has other like, family hey here we're gonna take a trip to the cemetery to meet my dead wife oh I don't think they do that they should for a while it was like um I was having a hard time figuring out if she would be okay she's not Gary she's dead she's not gonna be okay sorry man but we always told each other when one of us goes we want the other one to be happy. 
Yeah. I'm starting to come around a little bit on uh, old man Gary here. It's very but. sweet. He seems like a really nice guy, and he deserves a second chance well, of love. Tune in whenever this starts to find out. The Golden Bachelor, brought to you by Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big boat party coming up next weekend. Emily, I need you to do me a favor. Yes. Will you shave my back? Ugh. Yeah, that's what response I was expecting. No. Uh, look, it's not super hairy. I just, I basically got, I like, call my little, my little wings, my silverback coming in, They're just right there <laughs> on my lats. Like it's not a full hairy back. There's you've a, got patches of just, hair. Just two little patches right there, above where like my lungs would be on the other side. If that makes sense. Okay. And I've been considering this for a long time, and I'm in. When I had a girlfriend, I should have made her shave my back. Oh, you Maybe that would have made the relationship have, have uh, lasted longer than it did. It's very um, intimate. All right, so you're out, okay? Absolutely. Sorry, I'm nah, not. I fine. don't shave people. That's what interns are for. Uh, but I was looking at, like, the cost of it, because it's the same thing when I go get a haircut. I only shave, like, the side, the undercut. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, that's not worth a full haircut. You're just buzzing the sides. You're basically tracing along what the last person <laughs> did. Uh-huh. And so I like I, to go to, like, a full waxer just for these little patches, it seems like, hey, can, like, I know. I looked it up. There's European Wax Center. Uh, for some reason, they sort of, they separate the back. You can get the full back, but they also do lower, mid, and third. Mm-hmm. So technically, this would be my mid, which is thirty two dollars. That's right, I'm mid. But I'm like, can you charge me just for lower? That's only twenty seven for some reason. <laughs> is that is that? Do you think that's gonna work with them? Uh, I don't know if that's gonna work with them. You should definitely call and and schedule a uh, appointment. You know, I was looking at this, and this is some fun stuff here. Knees are twenty one dollars. Front and the back of the knees. knees? I don't, but like I feel like I I, my back would equate to some hairy knees for sure. Yeah. Ooh, nipples only seventeen dollars. Can I just tell her my nipples are on my back? That would hurt. Also, speaking of hurting, nose is 15 inside of the nostrils. Does anybody ever wax? That's got to be. I've seen people do that. Mm, No, thank you. This is scary. Coming up, Emily wants to know how long you keep trash in your car for. We'll get into that debate. But first. 101X. Headlines. Millions again are under a smoke advisory due to Canada wildfires. The alerts in the U.S. stretch from Montana in the west to New York in the east and as far south as Alabama. And then speaking of Earth things, uh, Earth has experienced its hottest week and day recorded at the same time last week. And uh, sorry to say that here in Austin, Texas, the heat has no plans of piping down uh, with temperatures reaching as high as 106 degrees this week. And that's not feels like that's legitimate. It is 106 degrees outside. And then finally, ah. I'm so excited because uh, my prayers have been answered. If you're a fan of the series The Chosen, which is a popular um, a show about Jesus of Nazareth, it has been granted a waiver from SAG to continue filming amid the strike. Um, they tweeted yesterday, great news. We just received word that we have been approved for a waiver. We'll continue shooting on Monday. And The Chosen will become the first known TV series to be granted an exemption and uh, the first known film or TV production to have restarted after being halted by the strike. So, thank God. It's a miracle. Yep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) 101X Sports. The annual Texas OU rivalry game is returning to an old nickname this year with Allstate taking over for AT&T as the sponsor of the game. They will brand it the Red River Rivalry instead of the Red River Showdown. 
Of course, it was long known as the Red River Shootout before being rebranded in 2005 to distance itself from a name synonymous with gun violence. In the NFL, Monday's deadline for franchise players to agree to a long-term contract with their teams passed without deals for several big-name running backs, including Cowboys' Tony Pollard. This has led to many players condemning the league's lack of value for the position on social media. And finally, your Texas Rangers took down the American League-leading Tampa Bay Rays 3-2 yesterday after scoring a winning run on a wild pitch in the ninth inning. Go Rangers! The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Trash people only are allowed to answer this question uh, because I know you guys won't judge me. But how long do you keep your garbage in your car? I think you're a total garbage person. I mean, how often do I have to go fill up at the pump and I throw it away at the trash can there? Okay, but I'm talking specifically like food garbage. And this came up because yesterday morning at, you know, five, whatever, when I roll in mm-hmm. here, um, I walked in. 5.55 for the records when she rolls in here. Um, I get here a little bit earlier, okay? I take my time walking down the hallway and talking, oh. to, talking to our <laughs> security guard who, yes, when I walked in here yesterday morning at 5.50 in the morning, I had to dump a bunch of Dairy Queen leftovers that were just sitting in my car in the trash can at the front and uh, the security guard had the nerve to go, mm, I see you there. <laughs> and I was very he offended. Well, okay, so here's, yeah. here's the thing because you were saying this, I, like you feel like this is something that you should, is shameful that you should not have all this I fast food garbage so in your car. I felt so shamed. Yeah, I well, felt shamed. Well, did he shame you or did you have it inside your heart? Because Both. Like you, when you asked me this, I was like, it does. Like you can have that in there if it's a, just a paper bag with a little grease on it. Like yeah. that's that's fine. If it was like half a Whopper or something that's going to spoil and go bad. Yeah. I remember uh, a friend of mine that uh, powers a radio show next door. Um, he once had one of those buttermilk ranch things from like Jack in the Box, wherever yeah, it was, well. like in his car. And whenever we would go cruise the neighborhoods after the shows to take safety meetings, mm-hmm. um, you know, it would just have it in a weird smell. And, and not that one. Yeah. And so like that, that's bad. But if you if you finish your 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 plate, and you just have a crumpled up well, wrapper in the back of your back seat of your car, that's fine. That can yeah, last until And, and honestly, want. honestly, I did not. And so uh, I still had some chicken tenders and fries left over. And so it had been kind of sitting in my hot car. But it was only for like. I got home late, so it was like 10 p.m. until I got up and went to work the next morning, which I don't think is gross. But I want to know, trash people, what are the limits? Like, what? how far do you have to go before you're like, oh, I should probably throw out all of my fast food bags from my car? I must say this. Any of it is better than throwing it out the window. Please do not litter. Who does don't that? M- lots of trash people. Ew, you lots guys are, of trash people. No, I don't, I'm not talking to those trash people. <laughs> So I want to talk about this Chosen show that uh, is apparently the first one to get an exemption from SAG to keep producing. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically the story of Jesus, and it's getting an exemption to, to continue to film because it's fully it's not funded by studios or anything. It's fully funded by this this next season that they're going to film uh, is is by donations. Basically, just you know, Christians and Catholics raising money the and rich, giving it to them. Yeah, the rich people. So yes. they're not. Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of in on it. At first, I was like, oh, this is just going to be, you know, religious mumbo jumbo. But it's actually quite compelling. Oh, I got to turn my thing on properly. I'm compelled. That was that was Jesus striking me down. Jesus, if you do not renounce your words, we will have no choice but to follow the law of Moses. I am the law. 
of Moses. So it's an incredibly dramatic interpretation of all of this. Yeah, I've been I've been reading, doing a deep dive on the Wikipedia to see this because, like, I had this idea several years ago. There's several oh, multiverses of you did. Uh-huh. where I'm a highly respected uh, creator for HBO. I've got a three series <laughs> deal, and it, the idea was a a Game of Thrones, but Jesus. It's all the political <laughs> intrigue. Uh-huh. And look, I know what you're thinking. The, there were no dragons in Jesus times, and yeah, you're probably right. But like, you could still do a. The, the sex and stuff, you know, they, they, they'd be cast, of course, as sins. Uh-huh. But, you know, like that stuff was going on. Okay, that was going on back there. But like all the political tra- and the way that I would do it is that you never know if he's actually like the real Jesus <gasps> or not. You never know. Like he you don't see the whole. Well, it's just that that's the idea is how all of the people, the governmental bodies, Punctious Pilate and the Roman Empire are yeah. dealing with this guy. Like, is he really the Messiah or is he just like a, a, a shuckster? Who's you know con man and them and flim flaming all these people and so like that's how you would hmm. do it, but uh, like a I mystery, know. a Jesus mystery, except for you kind of sort of knows know what happens at the end. Yes, speaking of knowing what happens, uh, here's another little snip from the trailer of season three of The Chosen. I'm Judas of Kerioth. Run, run, Jesus! Yes, he's not your friend. Don't trust him. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Not only am I embarrassed that I got caught on Monday bringing in my trash from Dairy Queen <laughs> to throw it away because um, it had been sitting in my car, but before I even got here, I got recognized by the Dairy Queen worker. Oh, you got, that's, that's, that's bad. Well, more like I know she recognized me because I recognized her. And just saying, I'm I'm a girl Wait, that has a. Did she recognize you or not? I'm pretty sure did she, she say, did. Oh, there's that girl again. It's you. I I don't think she did, but I could see it in her eyes. Basically, every time that I go to see my boyfriend uh, over in the Dallas area, I stop at the same Dairy Queen <laughs> because when I come home, I'm sad that I'm going back to mm-hmm. Austin, and so I'm like, you know what'll fix it. Uh, a Dairy Queen shake. And so I always go to the same Dairy Queen, and it's in a small town. And I have split dye hair. Like, I have two-toned well, colored I, I hair. This girl recognizes me. Oh, like, if it's a small-town Dairy Queen employee, I mean, they're probably not, uh, you know, brightest bulb in the box there. Uh, well, see, that, that's two different things. Because I remember Shame, uh, there used to be the place in San Marcos when I was going to Texas State, uh, Spud, Spud Ranch, Spud Factory. And they had, uh, they did burgers, but they also did, I guess, did like potatoes or fries. I don't know why it was called Spud Factory, but like, okay. I would call them up so much that they would just answer the phone like, hey, what's up, Nick? You want the usual? And I would like hang up like, no, yeah, don't know don't me. Know, no, don't know so that. So if they recognize you, that's terrible. You have to yeah. change your life. I definitely recognized her. You have to make your boyfriend move. You, you can no longer go up to, to, to <laughs> Dallas area. You have to make him move down here because of the shame. But if she does, if you just recognize her, just keep your mouth shut. If she doesn't recognize you, you're oh, fine. Oh, I did. I did. But once again, there's no way you can't recognize me. Not to be all like high and mighty, but just... Uh, right. okay. okay. I've got weird hair and weird glasses. And when you're in a small town... People like me don't come around too often. Well, so. I think you should have some fun with it next time. Trip, like, start making up different like accents and like be a sexy <laughs> Russian spy and just see if she notices. Like, hey, what are you doing, weirdo? Yeah. I think that's the answer. Start messing with this Dairy Queen employee. <laughs> Coming up later this hour, Emily has investment anxiety and needs your advice, all you financial wizards out there. Uh, plus, we have another chance for you to get XI- or VIP. I keep wanting to say XIP. You know, I'm gonna do it. XIP tickets. No. To classic <laughs> no. game fest. It's like VIP, but from 101X. XIP. There you go. Uh, anyway, that's coming up. But first, 101X.
headlines. Millions are again under a smoke advisory due to Canada wildfires. The alerts in the U.S. stretch from Montana in the west to New York in the east and as far south as Alabama. And the next up, Earth experienced its hottest week and day recorded at the same time last week. And uh, sorry to say here in Austin, the heat has no plans of piping down with temperatures reaching as high as 106 degrees this week. And once again, that's not feels like. I keep saying that. It's legitimately 106 degrees. Incredible. And then, speaking of which, uh, CNBC's annual ranking of the top 10 worst states to live and work in for 2023 are out. And let me give you the top five real quick. Ready? Number five, Alabama with a tie with South Carolina, so four and five. Number three, Louisiana. Number two, Oklahoma. And number one, Texas. Yeah, we did it, guys. Uh, the study of life, the study measures the quality of life, including crime, health care, child care, um, as well as inclu- inclusive policies on discrimination and reproductive rights, which, oh, <laughs> if you haven't yeah. been reading the news lately, Texas is kind of the worst in that right now. No so good. no good, but maybe next year, right? X Sports. The annual Texas OU rivalry game is returning to an old nickname this year with Allstate taking over for AT&T as the sponsor. They will brand it the Red River Rivalry instead of the Red River Showdown. Of course, it was long known as the Red River Shootout before being rebranded in 2005 to distance itself from the name from a name synonymous with gun violence. In the NFL, Monday's deadline for franchise players to agree to long-term contracts passed without deals for several big-name running backs, including the Cowboys' Tony Pollard. This has led to many players condemning the league's lack of value for the position on social media. And finally, your Texas Rangers took down the American League-leading Tampa Bay Rays 3-2 after scoring the winning run on a wild pitch in the ninth inning. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Emily has investment anxiety, and we need your help figuring out where to put all of her money. (laughs) All of my money that I definitely have. Yeah, so what's the deal? Yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about, you know, investments. I'm 25, and I feel like this is the time where you're supposed to start. Actually, if you talk to anybody, they're like, uh, you probably should have started a couple of years ago. But shut up. I did it. Okay? We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was talking to one of my friends, and her and her boyfriend have started investing investing in things years ago, and they've already made, like, a good amount of money. Um, what is a good amount of money? I How many figures? Like, over $10,000 or more. Oh, well, they're set for life. 50K? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing really good so far. And I'm like, am I missing out? I guess I need to do this. Well, so the, I was looking at it because my advice would just be to park any money in like Apple or Amazon because eventually the way things are headed is either society's going to collapse and then your money doesn't matter what you invest in. Yeah. Or we're all going to be, you know, just indentured servants to the corporate overlords. And so you <laughs> want to get in with one of the good ones like Apple or Amazon. I don't mean so good like take morally. care of me? I mean like like... Like they're not going away. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, instead of like you know us all pledge of allegiance to the United States of America, it's gonna be I pledge of allegiance to Ted Bezos and his kingdom. Yeah. 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 And so that would be my advice. Now, you're right that the stock market has just like skyrocketed since before pandemic time. So you kind of missed the boat on that. Like if I you mean, look at what Tesla was. But or, the thing is, is I just need to start investing now because I know that if I start investing now, eventually it'll turn to something. For example, can't go into details. <laughs> 
But uh, I've been grieving the last couple of weeks because mm-hmm. of my grandmother's death. Turns out, I forgot that when people die, you get money yes. uh, sometimes. And my grandma, I guess, invested in a lot of stuff with my grandpa years and years and years ago. Did not really know how it worked, so it just sat there. And now, basically, my grandma has taken care of every single one of us in our family because she had no idea that she had money sitting around in investments. And I'm like, Well, figure out what she invested in and leave it there. Well, that was like years ago. So now I got to find what's hot now to invest in. It's going to be crazy. Water. Water? Right out of water. Just go bury a bunch of water in some land somewhere in the country and eventually (laughs) to change. Maybe real people with actual investment ideas should let us know 835-1015. Have you secured your tickets for Barbenheimer this weekend? Nick hasn't. Literally, the screen is refreshing on drafthouse.com. What do you do in draft cuts? Uh, But if you are going to go see it in both days, there's actually a fun thing at the draft house that says that they're doing, if you see both Barbie and Oppenheimer between 720 and 723, so that's Thursday and Sunday, you're automatically entered to win an Alamo Drafthouse prize pack, including a free year of season pass. Wow. I don't know what season pass gets you. I assume movie tickets, maybe some popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I noticed here, doesn't say anything about having to see them at the Drafthouse. <laughs> if I go see them at another theater... It's not going to count. Why not? You're not going to be automatically uh, There's put nothing in, in this space. Instagram post that says it has to be... It specifically says no purchase necessary. I do not have to purchase tickets through Draft House to do it. I can just show up there with the receipts and say, "Can I have a please? No, a free season pass. I'm gonna try it. They're gonna. gonna there's gonna it. be so many people going to see Barbie and Oppenheimer that even if you did do the sweepstakes correctly, you're not gonna win. And um, I don't want to win, Emily. I just want to prove a point to them. Why? Using my my loose grasp of legalese because that's how you win. Is you get that's one over over, over the over the corporate corporate overlords. Oh that's exactly gosh. how you win in twenty twenty three. Wow. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, how much do you think that Barbie and Oppenheimer are going to make this weekend? You know, that's always a fun game because I'm I, I'm conditioned because of the Marvel movies to just say like obviously three hundred million dollars. Let's all start three hundred million dollars. Three hundred million dollars is how these movies always make in their opening weekends. Uh-huh. But like I just saw that Tom Cruise uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, it's part seven, Dead Reckoning slash one. It only made like eighty million. Its yeah, because nobody weekend. cares. We're all over that. A lot of people cared. Not enough. Eighty million dollars worth of people cared. Tom Cruise debuts a movie and it doesn't make nine figures. That's embarrassing. Okay, yeah, that's why he's upset. Um, do you want to put in your official numbers? Let's take some bets. I think that there's going to get a boost from the Barbenheimer effect. Yeah. Um, I think Barbie naturally already had a fan base. Oppenheimer's in the IMAX. That's going to jack up the prices. Yeah. I'm going to say $125 million. In total my, for both of them? For both of them, yeah. Oh, is no. That, is it high or low? Oh, it's so much. It's so, it's going to be so much higher. So right. much higher. All thanks yours? to Barbie. All thanks to Barbie. Give I'm going to say $200 million. $200 million. $200 million. All, All right, thanks to Barbie. <laughs> According to a new report from Consumer Affairs, they say that the states with the best drivers are California and Texas. What? No. You no. must be. You must be stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, apparently, they analyzed several of our four factors. Crash fatalities per 100,000 people, number of fatalities due to bad driving, DUI, and speeding. And I know what you guys are thinking. No way. Have you seen what's going on on the Austin highways? How are we the best drivers? Here's my answer for you. Okay. Crazy theory. Yes. 
I think that because we have such a high propensity of terrible drivers that go 80 miles an hour, dart in and out of traffic, don't use their blinker, just you never know what they're going to do, mm-hmm. that it forces the rest of us to be hyper aware and good drivers. I can so see that. So it evens out yeah. per capita, exo facto. Yep. Drive for other people, basically. My yeah. theory is that in Texas, at least... We tend to have higher speed limits on the highways Mm -hmm. than most other states, which automatically, if we can be on the highway and go like 75 to 80 miles per hour, automatically makes us a better driver than people up north whose highways are like 60, 65. They're babies. Is that true? Not everybody is doing... No, no. We have like higher um, uh, speed I mean, limits on the highway. I mean, weird Texas pride now, the fact that our speed limits are We normal. go fast here, yeah. so we're, we're used I to keep, it. I keep it a safe 80 miles per hour on the highway because I like being responsible. What's the difference between a zoo and an aquarium? I need to know. I mean, water. See, I, I thought so. I thought that, too. Maybe a penguin. Right? Uh, but I went to the Dallas, it was called the Dallas World Aquarium uh, mm-hmm. this past weekend. And I thought, oh, aquarium. That means that everything is going to be underwater. There's going to be fish, whatever. The yeah, aquarium is going to smell. The aquarium is in the basement, basically. <laughs> and then everything on top is like a giant rainforest of animals and birds and well, other see, creatures. I just, as somebody who just came back from Moody Gardens at Galveston, the aquarium was very underwhelming. It was just sad to see all those penguins stuck in there and that one fat seal just swim in circles. Yeah. But like then you go out and you have the tropical rainforest yes. part. And that's separate. And they have like the little cages of the reptiles and the bugs. So I don't know if that qualifies as a zoo or if they was all under the aquarium blanket. But, like, to be a zoo, I feel like, A, you have to have large outdoor pens. There's got to be a way for some drunk jackass to sit there and try to take a selfie with a gorilla, fall yeah. into the gorilla pen, <laughs> and then be like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm living with the gorillas. You well, know? Or there's got to be, like, a tiger in a cage that's just pacing around. They had, they had an ocelot. Just looking at you like steak. They had an ocelot, like, cat. In a cage. Yes, yes. Like with the bars... Oh, and it said that it's rubbing bars. a little uh, a, a, a tin cup on it. Clink, 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 clink. I mean, it was like a glass enclosure with, yeah, in the middle of everything maybe. that was had the cat pacing around. I just I feel like the, the outdoor part is is key. Like you have to be able to go out there and see. Like where well, are they? Like, oh, they're just stuck in their cave because they're animals and they hate their life. Well, the yeah, the sloth. They had sloths, right? And both mm-hmm. of the sloths were just hanging out on trees, like outside, not in an enclosure or anything. It was just like just like in the parking lot, like smoking cigarettes no, or something. No. No, no. Oh, okay. like in the area where they were showing all of the animals in the rainforesty type area. I think that's area. just an aquarium, but they understand that like nobody, re- you can only look at fish yeah. for so long, so they had to bring in some like to gussy it up. Or it was weird. They watched blackfish and they thought, hey, everybody's out on aquariums and shamus, so we got to diversify. It just, it's like it's like having a, a, a healthy stock portfolio. It was like eighty percent rainforest, and the rest was just kind of, sort of fish. No, it's a hundred percent on land, so you know it's it's easier to put land animal. Hmm. Did you like it? Yeah, it was so much fun. It was a what great time. Uh, I highly recommend it, but it's definitely not an aquarium. Don't make my news time. That's our every day around this time of day. Uh, we like to bring you an uplifting, heartwarming news story to make all the doom and gloom headlines uh, seem less bad. And then I try my best not to ruin it with my nickisms. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think it's going to work on this one. But what do you got for us today, Emily? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let me introduce you to 22-year-old Angela Wiley, who's a Kansas City woman um, who went out on New Year's Eve. She was standing outside waiting for a lift when a gun battle broke out and she was shot 
four times. But she survived. And... uh, A little delayed reaction there. It's okay. The reason why she claims that she survived is because she was wearing Kim Kardashian's Skims shapewear. Uh, she says that the bodysuit was so tight on her that it literally kept her from bleeding yeah, out. I've actually got her words on this here. It was so tight on me that it literally kept me from bleeding out. I recommend it. I'm definitely going to buy some more. I mean, I mean, I should wear it every day. It's like body armor for women. <laughs> okay. What is this person's name? Angela Wiley. Angela I'm glad you're okay and you have survived being shot four times. That seems like uh, exceeding the the recommended dosage on being shot. But you're halfway to being 50 cents, so that's a silver lining there. He was shot nine times and survived, if you don't know. Oh, I didn't Um, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why his mouth sounded, his voice. Anyway, uh, it is not body armor. I want to be very clear to anybody out there who is reading the Amazon review for their skims. It is not body armor. The definition of body armor on Wikipedia is protective clothing designed to deflect physical attacks. The skims did nothing. The bullet went right through them and into your body four times, okay? Now, is it perhaps a a, a tourniquet or a bandage type thing? Yeah. Sure. With the way this country is going with gun violence, maybe we should all be wearing some skims. Both A, it makes us look better, and B, it might protect you from bleeding out. But I just want to be very clear, do not purchase skims because you think they're bulletproof, okay? That will not work. They will not work. Nope. It will. The goggles do nothing. (laughs) Do nothing, people. You know, Kim Kardashian has the best opportunity right now to, uh, you know, use this terrible gun violence that we have in America to profit. Hopefully she doesn't. I hope she sends Angela a bunch of free skims for this free publicity. Don't profit on this, Kim. Charitize her. Yeah. Hook her up. Classic Game Fest is this weekend, and we've got your chance to win VIP tickets all week long. And we're doing it by asking you guys a classic video game trivia question. And then the answer is the keyword that you need to text into 835-1015. And because Emily's a big fan of Tetris, and they have a Tetris tournament going on at Classic Game Fest, today's question is what? Today's question is what are the pieces in Tetris called? Yes, the collectively, and of course, since we're out of show, I'm going to tell you the answer is Tetromino. Mm, Tetrominos? Tetromino is the word you should text into 835-1015 if you want to go to Classic Game Fest VIP style. But no, uh, it's, it's, it's it, named after Domino because is there's it? shapes that are made out of little squares. Uh, technically, it's a polym- polymino, polymono. But like you, you, like I'm not. If you say, what do you say? Tetraminos. No, I'm not gonna go order a two for six ninety nine from Domino's <laughs> Pizza. Okay, no, it's how do Domino's. you know that it's named after Tetramino. a Domino? Because it's it's the Wikipedia. It's, it's the Wikipedia. Where it's, it's, where in the Wikipedia? I saw the movie on Apple Plus, and they break it down for you. No, they don't. Scene. No, they, they don't. Per- Watch it. No, Prove me they wrong. don't. I you, bet you they do. You Million have not dollars. seen it. The Morning X with Nick and Emily, six to ten weekdays.